Welcome to Stadium Views Podcast with Andre Etcheson, Isaac Romero, and James Barnes. We have a great show for you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Stadium Views Podcast. Share any topics you'd like us to discuss here at the show. Let's get right into it. First topic, the Los Angeles Lakers won the, the NBA Finals Championship in Game 6, beating the Miami Heat. 106 to 93. LeBron James finished with his only triple double, 28, 10, and 14. Lakers won the series four games to two. LeBron James was named Finals MVP. This was the Lakers' 17th title, tying the Boston Celtics for the most NBA titles of all time. Thoughts on the series? Let's start with you, Dre. What do you think? Um, I thought it was I thought it was very interesting. Um, the Lakers definitely did show up and do exactly what they needed to do. It was unfortunate that they lost in the Kobe jerseys, but I mean, I guess that's what happens when you celebrate a little too early. Anthony Davis came out in the gold Kobe's and, you know, had to get put in his place real quick, but they finished the next one. <clears throat> Jimmy Butler looked absolutely incredible. That amount of Bayo, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, um, they're the only team to push the Lakers to two games and for them to be as young as they are and for them to be together for the first year, I think Jimmy Butler took uh, the role of being the leader and just executed great, especially for him to have that terrible reputation. I think people just didn't really want to play with him to his standards, but I mean, as he's proven, he brings greatness out of people and he can, he can, he can make it a, a cohesive environment for everybody to win. Um, but Shouts out to the Lakers, they won the championship. LeBron James went absolutely crazy. Um, Anthony Davis stayed healthy. He looked scary a couple times, but I mean, they, they pulled it off. They did what they needed to do. Congratulations to them. So how about you, James? Um, first and foremost, congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, it's been a tough year, of course, with the, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, David Stern, and other issues they had to go on with the NBA before the season started over in China. But, but let's give a credit to LeBron James. You know, he finished the series averaging 29 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, shooting 59% from the field, 41.7% from three-point range. Incredible numbers. But the Lakers got to get credit to Rod John Rondo. When Bradley, when Bradley Avery left the bubble to opt out to be out because of COVID, Rondo coming back healthy was a big help for the Lakers. He's a big signee in the offseason when he first came to Lakers. And I know people probably thought he was washed up, wasn't no good, but Rondo played spectacular. His veteran leadership showed, and it came out big here in the playoffs, especially here in the finals going against the Heat team. That was a bunch of rough riders and had nothing to lose. That was playing against house money. So, you know, I give a lot of credit to uh, Rondo. Rondo who said also in this post-game you know, interview, nobody was able to match the kind of mentality he and LeBron have when it came to this thing. Because we got to realize, Rondo's like another coach on the court, which I believe he could be a coach here in the NBA in the near future. But, excuse me, but a lot of credit to to Rondo, you know, being that veteran on the court, being those other set of eyes for LeBron and AD, you know, when it's, when it's much needed. So, yes, I... Uh, that's my thoughts on the series. Been a lot of credit to Miami Heat, who I who I said all along was going to come out the East, and they did. I thought they was going to go against the Clippers, but the Lakers prevailed 
and once again they're they're champions for the first time in a decade. Well, um, I'm going to echo that. Um, congratulations to the Lakers. Um, they definitely um, played uh, to their best abilities. They 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 uh, they knew when to uh, uh, bend but not break. Um, I think LeBron um, showed uh, that. He really wanted it the last game. Um, like I said, uh, prior to um, them wearing the Kobe jerseys, I was disappointed when he kicked it out to uh, to um, Danny Green. Um, I don't think Danny Green should have got that kind of flack for it um, because they didn't pay him. Um, they didn't pay him to make the last shots. They paid LeBron, but that's another subject, I guess. Um, but besides that, they, they definitely uh, – they fairly deserved it. Um, I think the bubble to them was an advantage. Um, if, if this was a regular series where each team would travel, I think um, I think it would have been seven games. Um, who knows? But uh, they definitely won the, the bubble championship. We'll call it that. And I look forward to next year where uh, hopefully, you know, this pandemic is not uh, – is under control, so we're, or these teams can travel and things will go to normal. But uh, um, you know they have collective bargaining um, agreement talks now, and we'll see how those go as well. And hopefully, there's not a lockout. Um, but I congratulations to the Lakers, and uh, um, they'll enjoy it. And, and it's, that's a good time for LA. You know, they did a little bit of uh, uh, rioting out here and celebrations, you can say, but. That's, I got a question. Uh-huh. Had Danny Green hit that yeah, shot, okay. would you have said that that's why they pay LeBron the big bucks? Had they Green and Green made the shot, would you have said that? No. Here's the thing. He took too, he took too long. Any, no. Any... No. <laughs> no, come on. Really? Come on. Le- LeBron, as always, Straight away from from taking the last shot, and to me that's not Kobe like. Kobe would have took it with five guys on him. It's just how it is. You get paid those that money. Danny Green, Danny Green is Danny Green. He's not. He's a shooter, but he's not. He's, he's not in those moments. The the best player has to take the shot, and either LeBron can. He was he was wide dribble. open though. Rebuttal with something. So Danny Green, Danny Green is not a scrub. Danny Green has championship experience, especially with shooting threes. With three different titles, three titles with three different teams. Three titles with three different teams. So with Danny Green's a role, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a role player. So come on, don't matter. He's a starter, <laughs> and he's, he's there to shoot threes. He's there to play his role. He should have definitely hit that three. But I mean, they they won. Can't take it from him. But he he should have hit that three. I'm not. I can't let. Well, they won. But hey hey. Like, like I said, they feel I brought to make that shot, and he he decided to drive. If I was him, he would have called. Like, you know, it is what it is. They won, and I, I guess you know LeBron deserves it, even though he's not the best player on the team. But anyways, let's uh let's move forward. Uh, the NFL has completed a quarter of the season. There has been many injuries and disappointments as far as expectation goes. Which NFL team has impressed you the most and why? Let's go with let's go with JB. What do you think, James? 
Oh man, there's all kinds of teams. Um, not Buffalo, of course, because um, they're picking up where they left off last year. But of course, the uh, the Raiders. You know, they say you know it'll take three years for to develop after the Cleo Mack trade and stuff. And sure enough, come year three, here they are. But I'm gonna say the. Uh, I'm shocked I'm even saying this, but the Cleveland Browns. I'm I'm impressed by what I've seen by the Cleveland Browns. I'm impressed by what I've seen when they've been to my Dallas Cowboys. Although we came back and made a run for it, I don't care. That 40-something, that, that 38-7 lead they had on us, it was a beatdown, was smacking. They was laying. Baker Mayfield, I ain't seen him look this good since college, so I don't know what's going on. I mean, honestly, I believe it's the coaching. They've done a great job where they've had uh, – before Nick Chubb went down, of course, from the injury, they had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt working that backfield, running the ball, you know, check down to Kareem Hunt, being in the passing game at third down back, but also keeping the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands where he's only throwing the ball a minimum 20 times, 20 to 25 times a game but they're running the ball 37 times a game between two backs. So it's keeping their defense off the field. But only that, their defense is playing some good defense. You know, they may give up some points, but at the same time, they're doing enough to cause turnovers. And the office is doing enough to keep the ball and keep them from turning the ball over and putting points on the board. So I got to give credit to the Cleveland Browns. I'm surprised by their second, tie for second in their division, uh, half game, or so half a game or a game behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they're actually in the playoff race right now. I believe they're sixth or seventh in the AFC, you know, in the, in the playoffs. So, you know, playoffs are seven teams now in these conference. So, so yeah, I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised by the Cleveland Browns. Ahead, I'm impressed Drake. by them. Go ahead, Drake. Give us your two-piece. Come on. Um, I'm going to echo what James just said. Um, the Cleveland Browns, I think this is their first three-and-one starting record since, uh, since Belichick. Four and one. Four and one. Four and one. They look incredible. Uh, Baker Mayfield looks great. Odell Beckham and Baker Mayfield look way better this year than they did last year. Uh, Jarvis Landry is playing incredible. You're saying uh, their running game and their defense has definitely stepped it up. And when they did when they did that to the Cowboys, uh, I, I can't lie. Cleveland, Cleveland has definitely earned my respect this year. We're going to have to see what happens going forward. But absolutely, the Cleveland Browns have – have taken this COVID year and, and used it to their advantage. They're looking, they're looking great right now. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to, believe it or not, to me, the, the surprising team to me that I didn't see uh, really, really doing anything was the Raiders to me. Um, I'm a big Raider hater. Um, not, it's just to me, like another version of the Cowboys, except less championships. Let's not go there. Um, but to me, the Raiders have, have really shown uh, uh, that, hey, maybe dipping in the past really does work. Um, you go and you do with the system. You install the system of a dink and dunk, and um, you don't have to go long all the time. But when they do, they, they do have those, uh, uh, those fast receivers. So I'm going to do the Raiders. And, and then, yeah, the Browns, too. Like, what can I say? The Browns are, are definitely not the, the Browns of old. They're looking very uh, – look, they're looking in control of the game, and they have some fight in them. I think the years before, um, you would see them just collapse. They would, they would start strong, or, or they would get a touchdown lead, and then 
the team would score and, and then they just deflate or they will self implode. I think the chemistry on that team is is uh definitely showing their uh their moxie, their 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 chemistry and uh and that's important. Um sometimes having a couple of players here and there that are good, but having good um a good line, the offensive line is, is definitely performing well and um uh but uh my, my choice would be the Raiders to me. Um um kudos to them. Um shout outs to them. They're not um, they're not uh, stinking it up like they did in the past. Uh, third topic, we'll stick with the NFL, is uh, the remaining team, uh, remaining of being teams in the NFL are uh, Tennessee, uh, uh, Buffalo, Seattle, and Green Bay, and Pittsburgh. Which of these of being teams do you think will have a better season and be the last remaining of being team before getting their first loss? JB? Uh, well, Buffalo's no longer on that list because they just got smacked this past oh. Tuesday night oh, by the right. Tennessee Titans. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I looked at the schedule and I have to say possibly the the Green Bay Packers, I believe, would be the last uh, beat team remaining between these four teams or so. Right. Um, I think they'll be a – I think they'll be the last – team I'm beating, but I don't think they'll have a better season. I believe Seattle will have a better season because I, I've picked Seattle to go to the, the Super Bowl to face Kansas City. So, I believe Green Bay will be the last team that remain unbeaten. You know, with Aaron Rodgers looking like an MVP caliber player. Uh, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams coming back from injury, you know, and of course they just had to buy this past week. Um, their defense, you know, I believe I'm still not so in the defense because I feel they get too comfortable at times and allow uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, have to come out and do some heroic stuff. I mean, they have a big lead, but defense gets too comfortable. Aaron Rodgers right back out there having to pull something out of the hat. Um, Also, with Seattle, like I said, I got Seattle going further and having a better season reaching the Super Bowl. You know, Russell Wilson is cooking. You know, thank you for the fantasy points, Russell and Chris Carson. I appreciate you guys. (laughs) Uh, looking like an MVP player out there with these comeback wins, especially this past Sunday night against a Vikings team uh, as well. And so I – that's my pick. Green Bay having to be in the last unbeaten, but Seattle having a better season. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and pick Seattle Seahawks. To me, uh, the Hawks are, are, are just always, always – especially with um, Russell – um, uh, just being on point. Um, his poise in the pocket is amazing, uh, and he looks like he's 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 playing on another gear to me. Um, especially uh, with the addition of 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 his, his receivers um, being healthy, kid always always being the the. The young receiver, fourteen. I he's it's such a mind, but he's a, yeah. You know, Metcalf. Metcalf. There you go. Metcalf is a is a beast. He reminds me of a of a Megatron. Um, he's 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 gonna be a great one. I think I think he's gonna be, uh, the the best receiver by the end of this year because he's just has he has a lot of fight in him, and he's impressive. He's very impressive. He he's hungry for the ball, almost a T.O. like. Um, tenacity where he's just 
he goes where the ball's at and he's not afraid of contact and he's a big boy too. So he'll run you over. Um, and, uh, him minus, um, any injury, I think their, uh, their defense is, is, can be, can give up points, but at the end of the day, they, they do have that offense and, and Carson, um, uh, he's to me, he's very underrated. Um, he reminds me of a, uh, he's a traditional power back, and he's a hey, bruiser. Say, say that again about Chris Carson. He's a bruiser. No, before that. What? what he's he's underrated. He's yeah. underrated. Yes. Yep. Slip underrated. to the second round of the fantasy drafts. Yes, underrated. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, uh, the his uh, and he is to me. Uh, the finisher to me with that team when they just um, hand on the ball and he just bruises a la um, uh, Marshawn Lynch type of role. But to me, he's a little more power um, and he's quiet, but he's quiet money, but he's good money. Uh, to me, I've always said uh, quiet money is the best money. So um, that, that's my opinion. How about you, Dre? What do you think? Um, well, I, I like that. I like that statement. Quiet money is the best money. Always, always will be. Um, I'm also going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. <clears throat> Chris Carson is out there looking great. I love underrated players. I love overlooked players. Um, Russell Wilson is just in the driver's seat doing what Russell Wilson does. He looks incredible. And you're talking about quiet money quarterbacks. Russell Wilson is a quiet money quarterback. Uh, and I've always been a fan of Pete Carroll. I, I, can't, I can't lie about that one. But DK Metcalf, just like you said, you compared it to Megatron, but I think DK Metcalf is more comparable to T.O. To Dude's huge. He has size. Mm -hmm. He has absolute speed. D DK Metcalf is, is is looking incredible in the combine. He looked great, but out here on the field, he just looks he looks absurd. And I'm not going to take away experience from anybody. And one thing I can say about the Seattle Seahawks is they have experience. Russell Westbrook is a quarterback that you can believe in. You can trust in him, and he's going to take you where he needs to go. Um, I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah, and I think JB made a comment that um I don't follow on social media. I remember him saying that um. Uh, Russell Wilson's never won the MVP, so this definitely uh, no, he, no, he's never received the MVP vote. MVP vote. There you go. That's what it was. And to me, I think he's he's up. He's up. I think uh, he's definitely playing um, um, at another level. And then uh, switching topics here, we're gonna talk a little baseball here. The MLB playoffs are here, which means that the World Series is not too far. In the it's ALS, um, it's the Tampa Bay Rays. Versus the Houston Astros in the NLCS is the Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves. Uh, who's winning this? This and uh, what matchup predictions for this World Series? What's your prediction for the World Series? Uh, let's go with you, Dre. Um, right now, right now, I'm gonna be honest. It's looking like it's probably looked like it's gonna be Tampa Bay and uh, Atlanta. Um, I was hoping that the Dodgers would take it um, this year. Looking incredible yesterday. They they, what, what was it, the the most innings scored in postseason history in the mm -hmm. first inning. They came out swinging. Everything was working for them. It was it was fantastic. Um, I wish that effort was in the first two games or one of the first two games, but we got what we got. Um, Atlanta is definitely not a scrub team. They're, they're, they're stacked, to say the absolute least. Uh, Tampa Bay is coming out here swinging, just lighting Houston up like I did not think that they would do. I mean, after they beat New York, I should have – Assuming that they would come out here looking hungry, but they're looking like they're looking like Washington did last year. 
So um, my two predictions would have to be Tampa Bay and Atlanta, but the fan in me is hoping that the Dodgers come back and win this because if the Lakers could do it in the bubble, damn it, the, 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 the Los Angeles Dodgers could do it in, in, in Texas. Um, it would be a bittersweet, but I, we definitely need it. We definitely need it. Um, you know what? I'm going to, to me, um, I like the Dodgers, obviously. Um, to me, they're – this is to me. They feel like they're. This is a redemption year, even though uh, Kershaw got scratched the other day for some back spasms. So um, hopefully he's, he can come later on in the series and um and uh, come out and pitch well. Um, he's uh, he's definitely been through um, a lot the last couple of years. Um, we all know the the scandal with cheating with the Astros. So with me, I would want the Astros to to um, to uh, make the World Series. So the Dodgers can get a little. Revenge S or the Astros can actually prove that you know what besides all the cheating we're still a good team and they're showing it they're in the playoffs um, and I want the Dodgers to win because they're to me they're starting to be the um, almost like the the Cubs were uh, before this championship were the lovable losers you know uh, they get there but they don't win it you know all these um, division championships and you have the Giants who have uh, the 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 pennants. So, you know, I've, to me, um, I'm tired of hearing all these division champions. It doesn't mean anything. Um, mm-hmm. It means nothing. If you don't have those pennants, uh, if you don't have those championships, um, then it's not it's for it's for nothing. So, um, um, hopefully, to me, will be the Dodgers and the. Dodgers can the Texas in. Um, it would definitely mean more um, to me than uh, than uh, any any uh, recent championships. Um, hopefully, you know um, the city um, can behave itself, but that's no that's no guarantee, as you all know. But uh, yeah, LA and um, Houston and LA would be in the World Series in my pick. Is it my turn? I'm yeah, so glad. I, I'm glad I get to go last on this subject. <laughs> uh, where do I start? Let me see. I'm going to tell you my prediction. How I first started my prediction, I had Astros and Dodgers. I thought it was going to be a rematch of the 2017 World Series. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. But now that the way it's looking, uh, Astros are down 3-1 to the Rays. That won last night. Dodgers are down 2-1 against the Braves, winning last night. So I got the Rays coming out of AL. But in the end now, I still got Dodgers. I still got the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on a two-one game lead. Uh, Kershaw, I believe, pitched tonight, which I believe it's a must-win with Kershaw pitching. This is a must-win yeah. for him. They have to win. If they don't win, I think they're done. And I got to get credit mm-hmm. to to a guy I know. Uh, he did say when the Dodgers came back on that run the other night, losing eight to seven against the Braves, he said the, the bats woke up. And sure enough, yesterday they come out and put up eleven runs in the first inning. So I'm gonna give that guy credit. You know. I'm not going to say his name, but I know he was. I seen him, and I said, hey, I, I give you credit. You had, you was right. I was mad that first inning, but they came back being a, Dodger, a Giants fan. But that, with that said, Dodger fans need to get over the fact that 2017 is not their championship to have. If anything, that championship should be vacated, okay? Or if anything, I believe that Yankees would have beaten the Astros had the Astros not cheated. And people got to remember the Astros cheated all season long all through the playoffs at home. 
Because whenever they went on that road to play Yankees at the stadium in the playoffs, the Yankees was whooping their behind. Okay, yeah, right. they was whooping their behind, and that's why you think. Why do you think Chapman was looking and was looking kind of like confused when he gave that home run? Because he knew that was his hot stuff, and they was not touching it. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he touches it and he hits it out the park. And so here you fast forward, they find out they're cheating. So Chapman was right about having that feeling. Okay. So Dodgers fans, get that out of your minds about having that championship to out of 17. It's supposed to be yours. No. If anything, it's supposed to be Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series. Okay. Now, man, you're right. Dodger fans, eight division titles, that ain't nothing. That ain't no, diddly not. squat. Giants <laughs> got three championships last decade, one of them being division champion, other ones being the wild card team. And Dodgers should know about wild card teams because this last year, the Nationals beat them. They was a wild card team. You can't sleep on these people, all right? Dodger fans, eight division championships, that's all they keep saying. So you're happy with just T-shirts and hats. What about the championships? <laughs> what about the championships? We ain't talking about division championships. We talking about World Series championships. I see them walking around. I see them walking around with their hats and T-shirts that say World Series, but I don't see champions on them. I don't see champions on them. Okay, there's a difference. You probably got to go back to somebody who had a T-shirt from 1988 that said World Series champions. Okay, we had Kirk Gibson, Earl Horsheiser, and uh, Lou, uh, and uh, Larusa as the as the manager. Okay, that's you gotta go that far back. That's over 30 years. I was about one years old by that time. That was it. Okay, and I'm 33 now. It's been a long time, I guess. So, with that being said, I picked the Dodgers to win the championship before the season started. I expect them to win it now. If they can't win the title this year. Who knows when they're going to win it? Because they can't win it in the full season. And if they can't win in the shortened season, who knows when they're going to win it? All right? My, my slogan going to be for the Dodgers is going to be big money spending, allergic to championship winning, okay, if they don't win this title. That's going to be their slogan from here on out. So the Dodgers, I do pick them to win, but if they don't win, they, they in some trouble. They're spending big money. They got Mookie Betts, who I believe is the NO MVP this year, who I think is one of the best hitters in the game. Behind uh, Jim Trout, or yeah, behind Trout. So the Dodger fans, they got to get it together. But my prediction is raising Dodgers in the World Series. And you have to get back to me by then about who I think is going to win because the Rays is looking like a team that just came out of nowhere. So, yes. Hopefully, Dave Roberts gets to hear this podcast before the game today for extra money. Hey, and you know what? I want you guys, I want this clip of me talking about the Dodgers posted, okay? They need to hear this. Dodger fans need to hear the truth. Right. I stop celebrating posting eight straight division, division championships. I don't care. We'll do me. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Bring home a World Series championship and then come haul at me. In my lifetime, my team is three and one in World Series championships. Dodgers, Oh and two. Come on now. Or should I say one and two? One and two. How many how many times okay. the Giants get cheated though? Okay, well we'll go one and one with you guys. Well, wow. okay. One and one. Five hundred. Yeah. Okay, five hundred. Yeah. obviously JB's off that brown or he's on one. I don't know. No, I'm not on that day. Hey, I say I say I, I tell the fans all the time. Come talk to me when y'all get a World Series, man. These eight, well, we, we won a division. Okay, don't nobody care about no division. Don't nobody care about that. I don't get why baseball be popping champagne bottles after the division championship and winning a, win a series in the playoffs. No, we pop bottles after capturing 
the championship of all, the World Series championship, when you the complete number one team of all teams. Oh, my goodness. Celebrate mediocreness. <laughs> well, that being said, uh, we're going to uh, kick off our, uh, our ending, our ending um, uh, segment uh, right on or right off. Uh, we'll start with uh, question number one. Will the Lakers repeat the NBA championship next season? I'll start this one off. I'm going to say no. To me, you have uh, the uh, a lot of great teams that are that are, are coming back for, at full strength. You have um, Brooklyn, who's going to come back, who's who's going to debut their um, the new duo, um, and they're going to be a force. And obviously, Golden State, who's to me, it's going to it's going to make a statement next year. They're going to they're going to run rampant. Um, I think obviously the Draymond Green situation where he's been a little mouthy and has a couple of choice words. I, I, in my opinion, they're gonna they're gonna trade him. Um, they might bring someone in, um, uh, maybe a, a equal player of of. And obviously they have a a, a high draft pick, so um, it's gonna be looking good. Anybody but anybody but Lamelo to me, but that's whatever. Um, but no, I think uh, the Lakers um, right off. Is it um, right on? Right off. I'm gonna say right off. Um, the Lakers will not repeat next year. Um, what about you, Dre? Um, way off. I do not think that the Lakers are gonna um, repeat next year. Um, I'll say largely due to the fact that my biggest gripe with Anthony Davis. I'm not even gonna call it a gripe. Uh, my biggest thing about Anthony Davis is is that. He's a very talented player. He has absolute size on him, but Anthony Davis is not physical. And if you look at Anthony Davis's injury history, he's seldomly been able to complete a full NBA season. So I think that the Lakers really got off easy with getting that four-month break for LeBron and Anthony Davis and then playing a few games and going into playoffs. Obviously, that's never going to happen again. Hopefully not. Hopefully there's never another pandemic that will allow that. Uh, but I do think the Lakers got off easy going, getting that break and then going into playoffs. Um, uh, I don't, I don't see that happening next year. I, I see every team getting better, uh, whether it be Houston, the Warriors, the Dallas Mavericks, Brooklyn, Brooklyn was, which was already a great team minus Kyrie and, and KD, but with them into the addition, it's, it's absolutely absurd. Uh, including Miami, Miami took the Lakers two games. And I mean, two of those games, granted, they didn't play defense, but Miami was running them. Miami was definitely running them, and, and Tyler Rob and Tyler Robinson and Duncan, excuse me, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson giving problems to a team with that much experience getting two games. You're telling me a team with three championship rings and experience is going to come back and beat those guys three or four? Like I, I absolutely, absolutely don't see it. I think everyone forgot how effortless the Warriors shoot threes, how selfless that team is, and how great and how intellectual that front office is. I think the NBA is going to be, I think this is the best for the NBA because anytime LeBron is in the forefront, there's motivation to win and beat them. Uh, but I think that the league is going to get extremely balanced next year and I cannot wait for it. But I do not think that the Lakers are going to win another championship way off. Um, I'm going to say uh, way off, way off. I do not think the Lakers will repeat next year. Uh, after the news of finding out that the uh, Dogger is being fired, uh, depending on what kind of coach the Clippers could get in there to work with Kawhi and Paul George, uh, Daryl Moore being gone as GM in Houston, you know, uh, 
and the coach that they're looking at, trying to come in and help them out, and also the Warriors. It depends on what the Warriors could do in the, uh, in the draft, I believe, and get the Lakers some issue. Um, the Mavericks can't sleep on the Mavericks. Um, the Portland Trailblazers, if they can come back fully healthy, and the Nuggets, you know, each year they're improving each year, you know, with the young, the young squad they have over there. But also the Lakers, um, I don't – I think teams will be ready for the Lakers come next year. Of course, this year was a different kind of year. Uh, this year, I believe, tested people's uh, – not only uh, their skills on the court, but their uh, their mentality, you know, off the court, in the bubble, trying to stay focused each and every day, knowing that they're in the bubble for like three or four – three to four months, you know, having to play basketball, not being able to travel, you know, only be able to go certain places within the bubble. So I believe uh, it will be different next year, you know, hopefully, you know, without the pandemic going on. So I uh, I don't think the Lakers will repeat as champions. Um, I do see uh, it being a harder road for them to get to the, the finals, if that would be in the case. Um, but I do think they could be a, a team that is going to compete in the Western Conference when it comes to the Western Conference Finals next year. Okay. Um, this next so way, off, the- way off. Way off, okay. Um, the Cuban Browns are 4-1, and one, tied for second in the NFC South, AFC South. With, will, will they make the playoffs? With me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right on. I think the Cleveland Browns, to me, are, are focused. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's going to be between the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens. Um, we might see three AFC, um, AFC um, North teams in the playoffs, who knows? Because to me, the AFC South, um, Barding, um, uh, the Colts are the only team to me that are uh, playing strong. Um, the Texans have been a disappointment, but uh, that's that's another subject. But I'm gonna say right on, the Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs as a, a wild card or winner. I'm leaning towards more of a wild card. Um, I still think the Steelers are the team to beat in that division, but. Yes, they will make the playoffs as a wild card. Right on. Um, what do you think, JB? Um, I'm going to say well, – I'm looking at the standings right now, and I'm going to say – I'm going to say way off. Yeah, it's way mm-hmm. off. If you look at the standings, you got Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, Cleveland, Las Vegas, Indy, New England. And I'm not going to sleep on Miami either. So. Uh, I believe it's going to come down to uh, Cleveland, Las Vegas, uh, Indy, Tennessee, and Miami fighting for those last two playoff spots. And I think Cleveland will be, uh, will be just outside looking in. So I don't think uh, – because with the schedule, having to play Baltimore once again, still having to play Pittsburgh. Uh, I know they, uh, they got to play – I forget who else they got to play. They got to play Tennessee still. Uh, they still got to play Las Vegas, so that right there could determine, um, you know, the standings at the end of the year. Of course, they got a win over the Colts this past Sunday. But you got to look at the schedule. The Browns only have played really two playoff teams, of course, the Baltimore and Indy. So I believe they, they, they could get there, but I don't think uh, when it's all said and done, uh, they could be a 10-16, but on the outside looking there. How about you, Drake? Um, with JB just reading off the remaining games of that schedule, uh, I'm going to have to go with 
I'm going to have to go with right on. Uh, I do think that Cleveland can take this chemistry and and pull it out. Uh, I'm going to go right on. I, th- I think they could do it. I think they could do it. Um, if they barely make it, I don't. I don't think they would go far. But I love the underdog, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for him. I root for him. I, I'm hoping they make it. I'm hoping they make it. Cleveland's had it hard enough times ever since LeBron James left. I, I, I'll give it to him. I don't. Um. Okay. With With that being said, um, they were they were having they were having hard times before LeBron even got there. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say that. Come on, son. Hey, man. They got one championship. They see. They seen greatness. I'll give it to them. Back when Jim Brown was there running the ball for them. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, the Los Angeles um, Dodgers do not win the World Series season. They will be out. What do you say, JD? I'll say, uh, yeah, he'd be out of a job. Well, no, no, I'll take that back. If they don't win it this year, I don't think he'll be out of the job because it's a pandemic year, so the season was shortened. But the fact that he did get them this far once again proves that he will have another chance next season. But if he doesn't get the job done next season, I think he will be gone and they will get somebody in here that can get them over the hump of getting it done. I believe uh, in the past his uh, decision-making has cost him, you know, when he refers to the analytics, which I think is the stupidest thing out there. You know, I think coaches should make their decisions based on what they see. Of course, you could go to the, some some kind of data, but when you fully put all your trust and your ability of coaching into that and that let that be a deciding factor, what you do completely, I think that's where they mess up, and I think that's what's, what's gotten them in the past, you know, with Dave Roberts. Um, so, no, I don't think he'll be gone after this season, but if he doesn't win it next year, yes, I believe he'll, he'll be gone. Because you have too much talent and too much of a payroll, we paying these players. We have an outstanding batting order, which which you see Mookie, Justin, Billinger, and Seager, or uh, Seager of Taylor all coming up with the first five batters to come up to bat. Like, come on now, and your bullpen looks good. We got the two young pitchers. Uh, uh, is it? Uh, I forget his name. The redheaded guy. I forget his name. You got him. You got Walker Bueller. But then you Maybe. got the veteran, yeah. Then you got the veteran uh, Kershaw mm-hmm. coming in. So yeah, I think uh, he has to get it done by next year. Okay, what do you, what what say you, Drake? Um, so I I'm gonna be non-biased, and I'm gonna say that Dave Roberts got to go out. After this year, man. They, well, excuse me. I, I'll even speak from perspective of being biased. Los Angeles, the Dodgers have had talent for years. It's not like this is the first year that, that we have a talented team. Um, Dave Roberts' decision making, as you just said, has shown to be faulty at times. Um, they, we can't keep having loaded talent after talent after talent, and have Dave Roberts be an executive decision to make all. Excuse me, an executive chair to make those decisions. And his talent, I mean, and his decision making has proven to be faulty over and over again. Like they're tired of losing. We shouldn't have lost. Granted, I mean, we've gotten cheated, but I was, I was, we were at the games last year, and I, I was speaking to people from MLB Network, and they were telling me there was no way that Washington was going to beat the Dodgers, and look to see what happened. You know what I mean? I feel like Dave Roberts has had time and time again 
over and over again to make better decisions. And if we lose this year, he got to go. Even if it is a shortened COVID season, I don't think that you could, I don't think you can afford to have another season of losing to say, okay, yeah, we, we can fire him now. I think if you, if you don't do it through a half year with all the talent we have now, you gotta, you gotta remove that guy. There has to be some changes made. And Dave Roberts is definitely that change. So hopefully, hopefully we get it this year and hopefully he stays. I like so you're uh, way off or, or, or right on? Okay, right on. Well, as far as my opinion goes, I'm going to say right on. Um, I think if he loses this year, he has to go. And not only Dave Roberts, a lot of people got to go. <clears throat> Kelly hasn't got to go. In my, his confidence is, is, is not there sometimes. And he's very much in his own head. Um, I, I feel that he's not cutting his, his too much. It's, they're not cutting like they used to. Um, he's not the same player anymore. Um, I feel um, comparing him with um, uh, the two pitchers to me that, that are senior on this on this team would be um Kershaw and and Jen to me Kershaw has a little more upside still um even though different role games and to me uh Kenny Jensen is not has not been performing up to par um um so to me Robert needs to make to me one of the biggest liabilities to me is Jensen so the last what I've seen. Um, but I'm going to say right on, um, they will can him and they'll bring in someone in and they'll, they'll cut some fat. And I think Dodgers, to me, this team has always held on to talent. Good as it may, may be, um, good talent doesn't necessarily equal good chemistry with the team. Um, and they've held on to it um, for too long. Um, Puig was there too long. I think he's a good player, but he was a, he was like, he was out of control sometimes. Wild, wild throws from the outfield, you name it. Taking off and stealing bases when he wasn't even. Um, so that, um, the decisions like that to keep players like that um, have really caught some Dodgers. He will get canned. Um, last, last subject here, we're going to start a little NFL here. Um, neither Russell Wilson nor Aaron Rodgers win the NFL MVP at the end of the season. Right on or right off? I'm going to um, – way off, excuse me. Um, I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to say uh, way off. I think these are the two players that are, to me, performing at the quarterback position the best right now. Um, consistently, um, they're, they're, um, they're right up there. Um, yeah, I think you also give a nod to um, – to the young bull right there at, um, at um, Chiefs. And he's, uh, he's always said on mine because I can't stand his haircut, but <laughs> that's, another, that's another thing. But um, to me, I think, um, yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson to me is, uh, to me, hands down the MVP. He's, at, last time I checked, he was up 16 touchdowns, something crazy like that. Um, his uh, quarterback rating is off the charts. Uh, um, so I'm gonna say um, uh, way off. I mean, um, 
because Russell is going to win this um, MVP. Um, what say you, Drake? I'm going to go way off. I'm watching the same football you're watching. I'm watching Russell Wilson do incredible things. Um, that comeback against Minnesota yesterday was absolutely phenomenal. I think that Russell Wilson had a big part to do with it, keeping his team calm and executing the win, laid down the stretch. Um, I've, I've always thought Russell Wilson should have been at least an MVP candidate years prior. But, I mean, this year for sure, if nothing, he's getting it this year. So I'd say way off. Uh, I'm going to say way off, man. Russell Wilson's getting that MVP. 19 touchdown passes mm-hmm. this far, only three interceptions. Come on now, man. Come on now. He's almost he's averaging almost, what, four touchdown passes a game? Man, he's, he got – we would have got my vote a long time ago anyways. So, I, you know, of course, it's him and Rodgers, you know, the top two candidates at this time. But I'll give Russell Wilson a nod at this point. So, Russell Wilson for MVP. Let Russ cook. Cook it up. Uh, he's cooking up. That's that. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, be sure to follow us on uh, Stadium Views Podcast on, all, um, on Instagram. Um, until next time, stay safe and encouraged.